Hello, everybody. It's Ernesto, and welcome to another episode of Not Your Typical Psychotherapist podcast. Uh, wow, it's my second podcast, and um, I'm having a lot of fun here. I've got so much to share. Now, just a reminder, uh, this podcast is dedicated to all of you not your typical psychotherapists out there who are doing things outside of the box, who are innovative, creative, and who are not afraid to venture into new heights and beyond the butts and seats uh, approach to counseling. But some of you guys are doing webinars, workshops, courses, paid courses, uh, retreats, summits. You guys are doing things that are just outside of the norm of what we were taught in grad school. And this podcast is definitely dedicated to you. Now, today I want to talk about uh, courage and taking risks. And many of us in the entrepreneurial space, this is one thing that we have to have stored in our gut. And what that is, is courage. Because in business, and when you're doing things different, when you are thinking outside of the box and doing things outside of the box, you have to have courage. And as a business coach, slash therapist, slash uh, um, mental health professional, uh, licensed marriage and family therapist, I've been coaching many clinicians just like you, who are so full of creativity, love, and just ideas on how to not only grow your business, but also create business businesses and also create a lifestyle for yourself. Uh, in grad school, it seems like we were taught to work in community mental health, right? Uh, uh, nothing against the grad schools or grad programs out there that teaches us that type of path. But it just seems like, to me, the grad programs, graduate programs out there lack this ability to really harness the creativity and innovation and entrepreneurial mindset and spirit of their students. It's not until they leave grad school until they figure out, oh my gosh, there's a whole new world out there of entrepreneurship and how I can use mental health and to expand my business and enhance my lifestyle. So, you know, as a an entrepreneur, a chronic entrepreneur, I myself had to really embody what courage is. Now, you know, for those of you who followed me on social media since 2015, I've been doing things that were pretty much outside of the norm. So in 2015, I was doing promotional videos. I started my, uh, my company called filmit.com at that time. And when you think of tech, the technology piece of putting a video camera in a therapist's face to talk about their business, to talk about their, to market themselves on social media, back then it was a no-no. Um, or people frowned upon it or threw shade. And I was screaming about social media marketing for a long, long time. And at that time, not very many people wanted to listen, but there were just a handful of those who said, you know what? I think. I'm going to venture into this new world of marketing. Now, for those of you who are afraid of even seeing yourself on, uh, on film, you know how difficult it is for many folks who struggle seeing themselves reflected on the screen 
or even taking pictures or anything like that because it just evokes so, so many things. So there's that handful of folks that took a chance and did marketing from a purpose of uh, or through videos. And lo and behold, many of us are doing it to this day. Now, I'm not saying I created that, but I would like to say I did. But just for the purpose of this podcast, I it, video marketing was was there a long time ago, right? But way before. And I think at that time, 2015, it just started to be a thing up until now. You know, uh, there were people that were using, you know, video to promote their products. But this was the first time you then focus on your practice and yourself. And that is where the mental health profession started understanding what branding was. So, you know, many of us had to step outside of, had to step outside of our comfort zone from which we were taught in grad school. And you need courage. It's risky. So many of you who are listening right now may need some courage because you've either taken some risk or you're going to take some risk or you're even contemplating on taking some risks. One of the things from my perspective that you never ever want to experience are two things, okay? Regret and the possibility of whatever dream that you have in place will not happen, okay? You have to look at it from a perspective of if I want something so bad, how far will I go to get it? You can't half-ass your way through entrepreneurship. If you have a goal, you have to go full on with it. You can't just go half-ass or else the product and the result itself will be half-ass. So many of you who are listening to this may have big dreams of maybe doing summits retreats or even courses that's going to help many many folks but you are just tiptoeing along this idea and even tiptoeing yourself through the steps i say this go full force put everything in that energy financial time your your space your mental space everything into that project let me tell you why if you are putting everything yourself into that one project, you are then exhibiting passion. Passion is actually what drives a product or a service. People can feel the lack of passion that you have in every, any service or, or products that you put out there. They will sense it. So if you are thinking of that one thing, be passionate about it and go full on everything about you in that one product. And I get, I tell you that when you do that, other people feel it. When I first did my uh, Foundations of Connection Summit in Hawaii, I was so consumed with the experience I wanted to have people. I think this was like 2018, I believe, when I first started my summits. And I started on the island of Kauai, where I'm fr I was from. I remember just being so excited about the idea of this summit. As time went on, when I saw the registration coming in, my passion grew because people were responding to what I was providing or selling. And it was the Foundations of Connection Summit on Kauai. And of course, 
Kauai, right? Who doesn't want to be on an island, a beautiful paradise, and have a tax write-off summit? Come on, you know it. Th that's that's pretty much a no-brainer. But I can tell you that everything about me was in there, and it really developed my courage to do more and more of that type of summits. And if it's not for how passionate and excited I was to create that one service, that one product, which was the foundation of Connection Summit. If it wasn't for that passion that I felt, I don't think that the experience that people feel, felt at that time was heightened. It was, it's all about the experience when you're doing uh, these big things, these hard things, uh, doing summits, your courses, everything like that. Um, when people, when you put yourself, your spirit in it, when you put your passion into something, other people will feel it. Now, one of the things, actually one of the major things that will get in the way of that. Now, remember I talked about earlier that, you know, what you need to store in your gut is courage, right? In your gut. And the reason why I say your gut, and for those of you who are somatic workers who use um, the body to help people heal psychologically, emotionally, the gut is your core. And from a metaphorical perspective, the gut is your, your, your strength, where your strength lies. And if you do, if you store courage in there, okay, your body, your mind, your move, your behaviors will follow. And that is a, a, a scientific fact. And the gut stores a lot of things, right? If you look at a tree and there is a huge knot in the center, um, that tree can either bend and break easily. But if a tree has strong trunks and foundation and there's a little knot or no knots at all, that tree is strong, okay? So when you look at your gut from a somatic worker's perspective, the gut is actually your center point where your strength lies. So this is where you have to put everything in there. So you have to put your courage in there. Imagine courage as a, a ball of light that you store in your, in your gut, in your stomach. Imagine um, uh, creativity <laughs> uh, as a ball of light. Again, store that in your gut. Uh, store everything and anything in your gut that will help you to be more strong and that you won't when when the winds or tides or challenges come when you bend you will not break okay so store many things in your gut all right and uh if you notice the barking that those are my dogs <laughs> they probably see a pigeon outside that they want to kill but anyway let's let's get back so courage uh, uh, is one thing that you want to store in your gut so that when you bend, when the winds of challenges come your way, when you bend back and forth, uh, uh, front and back, you will not break. Okay. So you want to store all of this in your gut, the strength of courage, uh, in your gut, store as many things that's going to keep you stable and that when the winds of challenges come your way, you're going to be able to handle it. Now, on the opposite of that, so let's say you store fear and anxiety in your gut. For many of us who are laden with fear and anxiety, you know that it starts at the gut, at the gut, in the gut, within the linings of the gut. You feel it. You feel that sensation. Anytime you feel a sense of fear, 
it's stored in the gut. So instead of trying to not be afraid, okay, allow courage to take over your whole, that whole area so that you are grounded. So anytime you're taking risks, anytime that you're taking your business from point A to point Z of success, you have to store within your body courage, innovation, creativity, all of these things. You, it's natural to feel anxiety and fear. I mean, that's just a thing. I mean, we, you know, we can't really uh, uh, um, eliminate that emotion and that experience and that sensation. We can't. That's being afraid and uh, 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 being afraid and fearful and having anxiety is a human thing. Instead of denying it, move and feel through it. And the more you feel, you, the more you move and feel through it, at the end of the tunnel, that's courage. You just have to keep moving. Just keep moving. And I know many of you have a lot of ideas, great ideas that you know in your heart and in your gut, again, in your gut, that is powerful, that is going to help other people, that is going to help you to have that lifestyle that you have been dreaming of and dreaming and praying for, the more you keep walking through and accessing your, your courage that's stored in your gut, that you are going to store in your gut, the more that you will find fulfillment and purpose in every single thing that you do. So I want to charge you with this. If you are listening right now to this podcast and you have been uh, um, laden with fear and anxiety every single time you think of that one big project, it could be anything. It could be buying properties to host your retreats. It could be doing a summit or you have that course or even jumping into private or group practice. It may be something like that and it's causing you a lot of anxiety. Okay, sit through that emotion, sit through that sensation and be curious about why. And you may discover that your fear and your anxiety is rooted somewhere in the past. Work through that. There's many clinicians out there who specializes in working through some of these experiences in the past that affects your entrepreneurial journey now. And one of them is me. And I do that. I help people process their past experiences that are becoming a stumbling block to their entrepreneurial journey in this time, in this moment. So that's what I do. And there's many of us that can help you do that. So here are some of the things that I want to leave you with. Anytime you're feeling uh, uh, over uh, um, uh, laden with fear and anxiety, every time you think of that service, that product, that thing that you want to create or do or uh, venture into, like I said in the very beginning, sit with it, sit with it and just be curious. That's rule number one. Sit with it and be curious. Ask yourself, why am I sensing this? Okay, Why am I feeling this? The next thing is, where is it stored in my body? Every time I think about this project, project this service, this thing that I want to do that could help other people and can also help me have that lifestyle that I've always dreamed of and wanted. 
first thing you have to do is where is it stored in my body? So number one, right, is being curious. Like, why am I experiencing this? Number two is where is it stored in, stored in my body? Is it, is, is every time that I think about this service or this product or this thing that I want to do, is it stored in my chest? Do I feel a sensation in my chest? Do I feel it in my stomach? Do I feel it in my neck where I can't even speak? Do I feel it a lot in my head or in my back? Those areas of the body is very, very important. And I'm not going to go into detail, maybe in the next uh, a few uh, or one of the podcasts that I do, I'll explain a little bit of the body and how the body responds to certain experiences that that go through your head. Okay, so just ask that. That's the second thing. Where is it stored in my body? And once you understand where it's mostly stored in your body, where anytime you come up with with that thought of doing that service, that thing, that big thing that you want to do, where it's stored in your body, focus on that area and see if you can move that sensation anywhere else in your body. Okay, don't let that energy be stored in your gut. Don't let that energy be stored or that sensation be stored in your chest or your head, your neck, let it move around a lot in your body, because that is going to allow the body to process that information. The third is move, just keep moving. I say this because you can't just sit down and continue to think and think and think about that one thing that you want to create or that service that you want to provide. You can't just sit there. Because when you sit there and you think about it, then you overthink and then you overthink it more and then you overthink it even, even more. And what that hap when that happens, then it creates stagnation. Stagnation is something that you never want to be in. Stagnation will not help you to fulfill that which that you want to create. Stagnation is toxic. So the way that you deal and the, the way that you move towards your goal is to continue to move, move, and move. Just keep moving. Whatever it is, the, the way that you move is, let's say you, you want to do a group practice. The way you move is maybe do some re research. Walk up to the computer, get to the computer, type in how to do group practice or um, uh, research on group practice uh, uh, coaches that can help you, okay? That's movement. The next is maybe picking up the phone or writing an email to that group practice um, uh, uh, person that can help you, that uh, the, the business coach that can help you, okay? So that's movement. The next movement could be, uh, I don't know, going to get your business license. You walk to the building or... You go online and you fill out a form. These are movement-oriented uh, things to get towards your goal, okay? Just keep moving. Anytime I have an idea or a thought, I think of that idea while I'm standing and I'm walking back and forth. <laughs> For those of you who are ADHD, uh, understand that we don't come up with ideas sitting down. We actually have to stand up to let that idea marinate throughout our brain by moving. And this is sounding very familiar for those of you who are EMDR clinicians with the bilaterals, right? So again, you've got all of these things I want to give to you where courage, it starts, it starts with courage. If you are doing something big, if you are, you are creating a product, 
You cannot sit on your ass. You just, you just can't. And if you continue longer to stay where you're at right now and just keep talking about it, ruminating and thinking and planning and planning and planning without any action, it's useless. It's useless. I know of some folks who have incredible ideas, but they shelf them for years. And then when they actually do them, they're like, oh my gosh, I just wasted a whole five years on this project. And all I needed was to do A, B, and C, and it's done. Right? Life is all about having that, that, uh, uh, having that fulfillment to help others. Having that excitement to create a product where people are blessed, where people are moved, and they continue to want to know more from you. They, they continue to want to engage with you. That feels so freaking good. When you inspire someone from a mediocre state, and then you help take them by your product and your service to a higher level of state, uh, of, of state within themselves. That is such a beautiful experience when someone comes up to you after attending your summit or your retreat and go, oh my gosh, I learned a lot from you and I am not the same. I am moving forward with this project and you've inspired me and I, now I have hope. That feeling in itself right there should feed into not only your courage, but also your passion if you have a project, and I want you to listen to me, um, for those of you who are listening, and you know the reason why I'm doing this podcast is is for those to many of you who've I've spoken to who feels like they are stagnant and overridden with analysis paralysis and fear. Let me speak to you. Your ideas are worth it. You are worth it. You have something to offer this world. Sitting on your ass, waiting for it to just magically happen is not working. It's not going to work for you. Speak, walk, act, move towards that goal. It can be small. It can be big moves. But whatever it is, however small or big the move is, just keep moving. Thank you all for listening in, and I am so happy that you're making the Not Your Typical Psychotherapist podcast very, very successful. And uh, you know, I've been holding off on on this podcast for a while, but because of your support, continued comments on social media, I have found the courage. <laughs> You've given me the courage to do this Not Your Typical Psychotherapist podcast. Again, my name is Ernesto. See you at the next episode. Bye-bye.